This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So you look at the box score and you see 34-31 and you go back to how did the Bills defense give up 31 points to the Dolphins? But there's a lot more that goes into it than actually that. I think for the most part, the defense had a pretty good day yesterday. I think there were a couple slip ups here and there, Mm -hmm. but I think that they did to a rookie quarterback, what you were supposed to do. Now they're going to be much more challenged on Sunday against the Bengals and Joe Burrow and those just beasts of wide receivers that they have. But I think that it was a step in the right direction yesterday, despite what the final score looks like. I agree with that. I want to give you some numbers. The defense, I told you a little while ago, 3.3 yards per offensive play for the Miami Dolphins. That is very low. They only had a total of 231 net yards. They went four of 16 on third down. That's just 25%. The Bills did a great job of kind of just staying, making sure that, um, you know, defensively, they did not allow the Miami Dolphins to really get off on them. Miami had a couple plays here or there. What only thing that bothered me was about the defense, the way they played, they did allow receivers to get behind them a couple times, and Miami didn't convert. If Jalen Waddle catches the first big pass on the first drive, maybe it's a little different first quarter the way it flows. A little bit later, Tyree Kill, same thing. There was a nice pass breakup a couple of times. Guys got their hands in just at the last minute, and those are great plays by the defenders. But you can bet the Cincinnati Bengals are taking note that maybe going deep and having a chance here with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, they could be successful because that was the one area where I thought the Bills got away with a couple when the Miami Dolphins gave them a couple of drops. Yeah, I agree. I think the Waddle one, he should make that catch every yep. single time. It's almost like the Shakir one. He should make that catch every yep. single time. So they almost wiped each other out. But I did think that there was a secondary one where it was Hill and the closing speed from Trey to get in there and break yep. up the play. That looks like old school Tredavious White. I was like, whoa, that's a big play from him. And then Taron Johnson had a couple plays where he what was able to play kinda... to knock it through his hands. As, yeah. As was it Waddle uh-huh. or Hill yeah. went up and that one was Waddle again. Yep. Yeah. He had to come through and that was a great play by Taron Johnson. Yeah. And I also think too, if you're the dolphins, you're going to take those shots and that's still your bread and butter is going over the top. And really for the most part, the bills did a good job of kind of, I don't want to say they stopped you from doing that because it was missed opportunities from the dolphins, but they made the plays when they needed to make the plays and kind of, you know, had that under control. I never really thought after the first couple, after the first couple drives from the game that I thought Miami was going to be able to just completely beat them over the top. I, w- I was concerned about that going into the game. Cause I was like, man, you know, I know Skylar Thompson, 
there's not a lot of stuff out on him, but he's an NFL quarterback. He can drop back and just throw it up and hope that Hill or Waddle are open down there. And aside from a few select times, they never really just found open space. There were some tackling issues again that popped up a couple there of were. times here and there. there. Were. It wasn't like major catastrophe, but this is a team that has not tackled the best this year. And there were a couple of times where you need to tackle a little better. Now it's always tough to tackle Tyreek Hill, right? I mean, it's, it's, but you still have to be able to tackle a little bit better in critical situations uh, than, than the bills did a couple of times on defense. Sean McDermott spent a timeout and actually benefited the Miami dolphins. Uh, I've, I've gotten some, you know, I do an arrow up arrow down column after the game. And I've had a lot of people tell me, well, why, where's the arrow down for Sean McDermott and calling the timeouts. And look, I'm not going to give him one because the only reason you think that he should get a negative on that is because you know what the, result of the would be play would have been, yeah. but if Sean McDermott feels like, Hey, I got to call timeout. I don't like the way my guys are aligned. I, I trust Sean McDermott in those situations to make the right call. Unfortunately, we know that it looks like the bills would have stopped them anyway, which hurt the bills by calling the timeout, but you don't know that when he takes the timeout. Yeah. It's hindsight in hindsight right. though. It was a 60 yard swing because it was a deep pass to Tyreek Hill and it overshot him. Yeah. It would have been a turnover on downs. The bills would have got it like their 30. Instead, the dolphins elected to punt it and they pinned the bills back to like the 10 or something. So it was a crazy swing, but I agree. I don't think there's any way you don't know. He doesn't know what's going to happen for all we know. Tyreek, what if he makes the catch? Then he right. looks like a genius because he was able to call the timeout before it happened. So I, I don't take too much stock in that. And, and another, thing i've seen a couple people say and i almost like feel bad like giving this opinion a platform but if people say like how did sean mcdermott get out coached like what's going on like he didn't like sean mcdermott isn't the one who's dropping passes that the bills are supposed to make sean mcdermott isn't saying all right cole let this hit your chest and bounce off of you and they're gonna pick it off he's not telling josh all right they're gonna sack you make sure you fumble the ball when you get sacked like so much of this is just it, it just happens. It's, like you know, that, that doesn't mad. fall on coaching. That's low hanging fruit. It's so easy yeah. for to say that. Well, I feel like <laughs> I feel at like, some point you got to put it on execution. Yes. I feel like everybody, and same thing with Ken Dorsey to an extent. Now I don't think that he, you know, should completely be able to wipe his hands clean of some of the decisions and some of the plays that were called yesterday. But I feel like everybody always wants to find a person or a thing to blame. It can never just be like a blanket. Like the bills did not play well yesterday and they almost lost because of it. It needs to be this person did not play well and this person can't coach. And this is why this team is doomed. Like, like I don't think that that's fair. I don't, I don't think that there's really been any even instance this year where you can look at one of their three losses and be like, they lost the game because of this. There's been a pretty widespread kind of, I don't know, a lineup of errors that has happened in all of those games. And that happened again yesterday, but they were still able to get a win. And that's why I'm not like overly concerned. You go to the locker room after the games. I go to the locker room after the games. I'll speak for me. You tell me if you felt the same thing. The players aren't feeling like this. The players are not feeling like, oh, man, we played really poorly. They're going to recognize that they did not play their best game. The players were happy. They're in the locker room. They just won a game. You know what they'll tell you? Man, it's football. The other team gets paid. We wound up winning a playoff game against the Miami Dolphins. You know, that's what we we did, what we had to do. Yep, they'll go back. They'll watch the film. They know they made mistakes, but they are not waking up on Monday with this woe is me attitude or um, this uh, people. I, I feel like almost like we're dissecting a loss here. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, on a Monday. And I could guarantee you, they're not feeling like that in the building. They're feeling we, we made some mistakes. We still won. It's tough. The other team gets paid. Let's go on to Cincinnati. It's on to Cincinnati. Want, 
It's on to Cincinnati. I, I don't want to. Is there anything else you want to talk about defensively? Because I actually I want to say one thing, and yep. then I want to ask the question. Kyir Elam was awesome yesterday. He was. Kyir Elam looked like a first round pick who should be on the field way more than he has been. Now there's a progression. You know, I I respect them kind of you know taking this course with him to make sure he was ready for this moment. And quite frankly. I'm not even convinced that he's going to get the start over Dane Jackson against the Bengals. Maybe I think he should, but Dane did have an injury though. Dane did hurt his knee. He did questionable to return, but I believe McDermott said that he could have come back in. Exactly. He said like, Hey, if you would have needed him, would he have been able to come back in? He said, I think he would have. So depending on the injury, I still think Dane is going to see the field probably more than Bill's fans think he should. But I thought Elam was, I mean, of course the interception is the big play, but then on the Dolphins last offensive play on the pass to Gusecki, he was able to, it was like right on the border of being pass interference, but it was a pass breakup against Gusecki. And basically that turned the ball over on downs. The bills got the ball back and just, I think he allowed one catch for two yards to Tyreek Hill. I think that's what I saw for his numbers. And let me double check on, he had two passes defended. So yeah, like he was just, it was really solid yesterday. Were you going to ask me a question? I do have one more thing to get to before we move on to the Bengals. Let's you get to your thing. And then I'll ask you my question at the end. Yeah. I want to just talk about special teams for a minute. Um, That the kickoff out of bounds by Tyler Bass actually changed this game. And I don't know what happened. He mishit it. Uh, I didn't see the ball necessarily come off the tee or anything like that. It was just a miss hit. They're up 17 to nothing. They're rolling. I mean, it's okay. This, they're just going to cruise in. Maybe Josh Allen takes a break in the fourth quarter. That kickoff puts the ball to 40. They wind up scoring a field goal on that drive. Next drive turnover. They wind up scoring another field goal. And that's the game starts to change a little bit. That was a big play. And then you had Naeem Hines muffing a punt. Special yep. teams did not help in this game. And that's a change from what we saw last week against the Patriots when they were so awesome. You can't have those kinds of mistakes either. I feel like for the Tyler Bass thing, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe somebody listening will know more about this than I do. I feel like they were very intentional at the beginning of the game about kicking it out of the end zone and Agreed. not and not letting the Dolphins have a big return. They're like, okay, Skylar Thompson, get it at 25. I almost I equate everything to golf, but I feel like when you try and kill it. Usually that's when sometimes you hit a shank or you hook something. So I'm to me, what had happened, I was like, you know, he's trying to kill this to make sure there's no return into the wind. He probably just almost shanks it. And that's why it ends up going out of bounds. So it it can't happen. I mean, he just had made a field goal before that. So I'm like, well, it's really hard to like completely crap on the guy because he literally just did make a field goal and he's, been oh, yeah, a, right. and he's been a really good kicker for them all year. But it I'm was like, just man, one of those critical mistakes though, that add up, right? Yeah. Same thing with the Heinz one. Like imagine yeah. if the bills don't recover that. That's right. You know what I mean? So, and then, and then to your point too, it kind of did start this like downward spiral of bad plays. You know, the Josh Allen interception happens and then Xavier Howard brings it back like 40 yards. And then once again, they're starting it at the 50, the Cole Beasley interception while the Josh Allen interception to Cole Beasley happens, then they get that ball in Bill's territory to start. It was just like bad thing after bad thing. I think you could say the second quarter yesterday might've been the worst quarter of football they've played the entire season. I think, I think that would be fair. Agreed. Uh, the Dolphins scored on four straight possessions in that quarter. What's your question? My question was, you want to save it? Let's save it for the next segment. All right, let's do it right now. Here we go. Uh, let's talk about the uh, next opponent, the Bengals and 
the rest of the AFC and the playoffs.